Welcome, guys, to episode two. Um, I've been trying to do episode two for the past two weeks, week and a half, I guess. Um, things can, I just, uh, my life's busy right now. Sorry, guys. Um, so I used to do this thing on YouTube. Uh, didn't really pan out. Um, I just started researching into some apps I could do off my phone. I currently do everything off my phone right now. Um, I'm going to start setting some time up to do it at my house, but I'm so busy. I got a, I'm like a full-time dad, a full-time uh, marketing assistant, so I just everything's always kind of coming up. So um, we wanted to break down what I'm going to be doing, how I'm going to schedule these things, so you guys can just uh, uh, get an idea how these are going to go down. So Mondays will just be pure event days like today. Uh, Wednesdays will be top list days, so anything I find uh, like top-worthy. Uh, top three plays, top three players, yada, yada, yada. And then Friday is going to be my rant days. So uh, I'll just rant on those days just about anything. So just about media, uh, players, uh, organizations, uh, things of that sort. So so that's how I'm going to break it down for uh, the, the scheduling of the podcast. I'll try to get them in on those days so you guys can listen to them. Um, so today, today, so there's not really much current events. This is like the downside of sports. I was going to combine uh, Friday and today. Uh, so, like, so today, current event-wise, there's not much. Uh, just football is coming up. Everybody's, you know, kind of going to want their money. And I feel like all the players are kind of doing this trend of two years out. They want to get paid now. Um, so wide receivers, running backs, things of that sort. Ezekiel Elliott's the top one right now. Um, they, uh, he wants his deal done. I personally, for me, uh, it's hard to say because it's, the running backs really fall off at a certain time, certain age, so like 29, 30, like when you start kind of have to kick them out. Um, cause it just, they fall off. They've been playing, they've been playing that position or playing some type of football since they were kids, so eventually your body just drops off. I think that that average year, average rate of, uh, of longevity for a player as a running back, uh, I think it's like six years in the NFL, maybe five prime years, <clears throat> and then the last two are just fall off years. So he uh, he wants to get paid, which I get it, but it's like two years out, dude. Come on. Uh, <laughs> so I think he knew that he can get something in for returns. I think he's like, ah, if I can not show for camp. You know, I can get paid decent money because maybe I blow out something this season. I think he's just thinking out loud here. Um, so, I personally, for me, Cowboys are going to be strapped because if they're going to offer Dak um, and their wide receiver, uh, I can't think of his name right now, uh, money, uh, big contracts, they're most likely going to be capped out for the next few years. Um, so, for me, I would just trade Ezekiel. I know everyone's like, oh, my God, why would you do that? I mean, you guys think, man, like uh, – you're running back such a weird position because you tend to need it, but then you tend not to need it. It's more of a wide receiver league right now. Um, and you don't want to strap yourself to a running back uh, that might fall off in two years. And then you're kind of strapped on for that contract. And then most teams won't go for it. And they're like, oh, we'll pay you. We'll give you some draft picks. It's better to get him when he's hot now. You get as much as you can get out of it. I'm sure you can get a shitload of draft picks. See, NFL's a little different. You can um, trade a great player – and then him fall off the next season, and you can just be loaded with draft picks, and those draft picks come in fresh, ready to play, and they're more developed. Not like NBA, where the NBA takes a little while to develop. Uh, it's a little more, it's a little different game. Um, so it's it's a little different. Like if they trade Durant, and you got just 
five to six draft picks, most likely half of those are not going to pan out is better than an NFL player. Um, so it's just it's just it's just hard. But I mean, it's hard to pill to swallow at the end of the day. But most likely, Cowboys are going to pay that guy. It just sucks that they're going to be strapped on for with with salary cap and 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 money for the next few years after they sign all those other contracts. Who knows? Maybe Dak pro- falls off this season and they just figure out eh, to strap a another quarterback. But I highly doubt it. Dak's you know a decent enough quarterback to keep you uh, keep you in your games. So most likely they'll keep him and keep uh, Ezekiel and they'll start they'll uh, give him a max. Um, other news: uh, the Giants are just are literally screwed at this point. I mean they drafted bad. They were not. We all knew the Giants are going to be terrible for many 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 years. But they have injuries already piled up, um, and they already have Golden Tate's already out, I believe, for 10 games or something like that. Um, so it's auto- automatically there's automatic issues. I think Golden Tate got in trouble for something. I'm not totally sure on what it is. I should automatically know it's current event day, but sorry, guys. I just, I've been literally just ran in my phone and started doing this. So, um, so yeah, so Giants are, are pretty much screwed this next few years. But this season is definitely... Um, Seattle has signed one of their main guys back on their defense, so uh, I think they were saying that Seattle could be a contender for a playoff. I'm like, eh, we'll see. Yeah, you know, I would. They always say Seattle, but they, you know, they give you Seattle at least will give you as much as they can out of you. You know, I think their window is closed for some point for at least some amount of years. So um, they got their ring, and I think after the the Patriots game, and that kind of debacled the whole uh, Seahawks dynasty a little bit. So, um, and Russell stayed behind. He's sticking with this team, so I'll give him that. Um, but that's about it. And not much news. It's not much like, oh, my gosh. Last week was this press conferences with the NBA, uh, MLB. I mean, I went to the Angels game on Friday. We lost the Orioles. I could not believe it. Uh, the worst, like, they're one of the worst teams. And, uh the one thing I've noticed with the with the Angels is it's their defense has not been great, and their pitching is getting better, but still not there. And I feel like they rely too much on their hitting to get them out of holes, and they're gonna waste Mike Trout's uh, career if they don't hurry up and get it going here. So, um, I they need to show a little more enthusiasm when it comes to their uh, drafting and their uh, development, their pitchers. Uh, it just it's just uh. It's bugging me so much. I'm sitting here. I'm like, come on, man. Like, it's already the fourth, fifth year already where we're not making the playoffs. We're five games out at this point, five to six games out. It's like, come on. we got to start winning some games. We, once we start, the Angels always been this way. Where they're, always, they're not good enough, but they're just okay at the second mark, second, third team. And they, they'll win games, and then they'll lose seven to eight. It's, it's just been very frustrating with the whole ownership and the GM and how they're running things. So, um, I, I get it. The GM kind of oh, is had an overdue what uh, the uh, the last GM did. He made a lot of bad deals, so I, I get it. But at the same time, they have to hurry up, man. Mike Trout's gonna Mike Trout's in his mid twenties. He's not getting any younger, so it's time to speed up the process a little bit. Um, any news? Uh, that's probably it for current events. Uh, so since I'm gonna combine, uh, I'll combine Friday of last week to this week. Um, so. I'll give you two two rants this week. So last week I was gonna do the Clippers because the Clippers, I mean, driving me insane, um, and it's just been something on my mind for the past couple of weeks. And I picked the Clippers for this first rant. So, uh, so my first rant on the Clippers is 
this this is how I looked at it uh, since 2011. Clippers always been in the Lakers' shadow. Never change and never will change. They've been here longer, um, and it's, I feel like this team has been trying to get some type of momentum with fan base, uh, try to hit major markets uh, with major corporate markets, and so it's just not working out. I, I feel like it's just going to get a whole lot worse before it gets better. Um, and if I, if Steve Ballmer's trying to uh, get this new arena open, but he's hit like so many. Uh, first of all, I don't think a lot of uh, corporate um, industries want the Clippers in Los Angeles. They rather have them in Seattle. I think Seattle, there's a market there, and uh, I feel like uh, that'll be a better story than just being in the shadow of the Lakers. And I think much as much as Kawhi is a a great player, um, I just think that it will be a, just a one. It will it will be a short term solution, not a long term solution. Um, with their fan base. I'm a business guy, so I looked at it from a business perspective. Um, so when I found out they were going to try to do their arena, I said there's going to be so many red flags. They want to build in Inglewood. There's so much history with the forum, um, and there, there's already suits going already. Uh, Lakers ownership is stalling them. Like There's going to be a lot of people putting roadblocks in this guy's area, and he needs to understand that he's not going to win. This is the, these people have been here for so long, they're not going to have some – visitor and team just come in there and try to take over. It's not going to happen. Uh, even though I, I think maybe if they win, they'll get some ground, but it's, it's going to be a lot. It has to be so much ground. It's like me. It's like if I build a team, it's like if I move, let's say, the Charlotte Hornets to Boston, like down the street, the same arena, let's say same arena. I'm most likely not going to get no fan base in Boston because Boston's just a, such a Celtic-heavy uh, fan base, it's not going to happen. I'm not going to win anybody there. It, my attendance would be one person, and that's probably be someone visiting in the city and got tickets for free. <laughs> and so, uh, my so my first initial uh, issue with that was uh, them trying to stay here. It's just not going to work, dude. Like he's a business guy, and so this guy should know. I don't think he's a businessman per se. He's more of a creator. That's got a lot of money, but you have to understand that there's no there's no market here, man. It's just, it's not gonna happen. Your Clippers brand is always gonna be a Clippers brand. You can establish this brand somewhere else. It's not gonna happen. I feel like the soccer teams have kind of had the same problem. It's just the Galaxy hasn't had that same pizzazz as the Lakers have. But um, you know, they get, if you guys noticed, there's two LA soccer teams. The 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 celebrities are really pushing on this new soccer team in LA. I still see, I think it's Galaxy um, City all the way, but um, but they're really pushing on that, by the way. I'm not sure how that's going to turn out. It's soccer. Soccer's not as much popular as basketball, um, and Galaxy's been here for a long time, but it's not the same pizzazz as going to Ligurian. Um And so, that, so my first that so my first initial in that is you need to move the team. I can't stand it. You got you guys going to Inglewood. No one's going to care. I don't care if you have a hundred All Stars on this team. No one's gonna care. Like no one's gonna care about Duran and the Nets. It's just not. It, no one's gonna care. Everybody probably go to the games. They're you know, hey, you know, let's go see Duran play. But it's not. They're not gonna be Nets fans uh, long term. Maybe short term, you'll win them over. Um, so I feel like the Lakers have countered everything the Clippers have done, and it's been like a head-to-head co- combat uh, for you. And it's gonna be. It's gonna be like that for like two years. Um, so my second thing was the press conference. That seemed way overdrawn. I feel like the media is pushing all over this. 
Um, I think it's good. It's good press for them. Um, I didn't get much. I didn't get like the only problem I had with that press con. Well, I had a lot actually, but was the Paul George thing. It seemed kind of phony. I feel like both these guys don't want to be Clippers, but they're just. It's just like a, a, a you know a bronze prize at this point, like a second prize maybe. Like they're just like okay, you guys were here. We're, the only reason why we're Clippers is because you're in L.A. We can live our lifestyles. That's literally the only reason why. It's not something they woke up, I'm going to be a Clipper. Like, no one's ever said that. Uh, and so I feel like, uh, I feel like if they're both the players are there, are just like, God, oh, we can't wait to be Lakers in two years. That's how I kind of got it. Uh, if you notice that their contract's both up in two years, makes me kind of wonder what's going to happen. Because LeBron's contract's up in two years. Makes me think that once he leaves, I think they'll kind of like, all right, let's check out other teams. Uh, unless they offer Kawhi Leonard in the company. I don't, I don't know. Um, and so I the, I even got the pre, the Paul George thing was kind of strange. Uh, the the him saying he was a Kobe Bryant fan, but he's a Clipper fan. And there's all like I don't think he realized that everybody has phones and social media, and you can Google these things. And he said in the past he's been a Laker fan since he was like a boy, a little kid. And there's a he has a Lakers jersey on, and when he was a kid, so it's like, what are you talking about? So my first initial thing is I feel like Dwight George is two years up. He's going to get the hell out of there and go play somewhere else. I don't think it's the end of the Clipper. Let's, the Clipper organization is such a great thing. and Everybody loves it. I don't I don't know. A lot can happen in two years. Um, so that was my – the press conference is kind of strange for me. So that was sec, my second snag on that whole situation with the Clippers this past week. Um, the third year was the, – third, the third thing I had issue with um, I feel like the media's been really over giving them positive reinforcement. I feel like we overlooked the Clippers way too much, with especially with um, tampering. The Lakers, I swear, you can say one word and we're already fine a hundred grand. The Clippers can send uh, a guy, a, a scout, to Kawhi Leonard's basketball games for how long? It was like a whole year. And that isn't say weird. I don't know what does, and they don't get fined or nothing. Like if they did, it's very small. It wasn't newsworthy. So I just find that hilarious that they get overlooked because they're the Clippers and they haven't had as much success as the other teams have. But that doesn't give you them right to do what they just did. So um, to me, that that are overblown. I feel like the Clippers have played some role in putting out this bad press about the Lakers because that's their. Uh, once I hear a media guy say one executive told me, I automatically think it's the Clippers just because they're willing to call. It's like, hey, uh, yeah, the Lakers are terrible. They have a guy doing this. Like, it's automatic. Uh, they're trying to bad, bad press. I mean, that's marketing, man. If, I, if I'm facing another, I'm going to – it's business, you know, so I get it. But at the same time, I feel like we overlook the Clippers' fault because they're not as big as the Lakers are. So that was my that was my that was another initial problem I had with this whole thing, um, uh, and then it's just just the fact that uh, they can get away with probably anything and they and nothing gets overturned. Uh, just a few years ago, there there were a locker room problem. They had a racist president or owner, and that was pressed for probably a month and then it went away. Um, Doc Rivers hasn't really he Doc Rivers can coach semi-good players, B to C players, and make them go to the playoffs if the time timing is right, if everything hits on the dotted line. 
but I feel once superstars come into power, he has a hard time dealing with managing egos. Don't give me that 2008 championship. Um, Kevin Garnett was probably the biggest guy that kept everybody in check, make sure everybody was doing what they needed to do. And he had Rondo on top of that. So um, I feel like he has a hard time. If you know Chris Paul, I mean, yeah, Chris Paul's a, a problem. Might be an asshole, but a problem. Uh, and Blake Griffin, too, I think he could have, if he was a good enough coach, he could have managed those egos together and made it work. Um, and so that's my initial problem with that. Um, so that was another problem I had with the whole Doc, Doc, Doc Rivers gets overlooked very easily. And uh, and I think this organization gets overlooked very easily in anything. Um, so that was my whole thing about it. Just, it just really grind my gears, I guess you could say, uh, that, uh, that uh, the Clippers are kind of going this direction of, uh, you know, we're here, we're dogs, and we're going to take over L.A. It's just, it's not going to work. Um, and my last thing was, I didn't really, I didn't really care about Kawhi. I knew Kawhi was going to the Clippers at some capacity, because I felt like something's going to get pulled off at some point in the week, because I felt like if he was a Laker, he would have been a Laker already. He was dragging his way too out, and usually when players drag out things, they're having second guesses, or they're trying to wait to another team to make a deal. Um, and I feel like at some point, that he was going to pull the trigger on it. Um, but uh, I just look at his contract. It's a two-year contract. No media has overshot on this. Like, they talked about it a little bit. Chris Carter talked about it. He's oh, he's just going to sign a max. When has Kawhi not cared about money? He has money. So I don't think he cares about what max contract he gets. I think he cares about how happy he is and where he plays. So for me... I look at that two-year contract as an out. If he doesn't work out here and he doesn't like it here, he's like, God, this is so overrated. I can't stand it here. It sounded great, whatever. He's out, and he's on He's on and about. Um, I don't feel like, oh, they're going to offer him a triple max deal and whatever. That's on the table, of course. I'm sure that's appeasing. But at some point, he's probably going to look at this like, okay, this didn't work out. I have it out. I'm getting the fuck out of here. I'm going to go play with this other team. Um, and I just I just think it's funny how both of these players want to play for the Lakers. It's because LeBron's here. They don't want to play with LeBron. But I feel like at some point they're going to ca- try to come here or there's going to be some speculation about this here or they're going to go and move on to something else. Um, I just feel like that could be in the cards. And nobody's talking about it. A two-year contract made me a little worried. I'm like, ooh, that's funny. Two-year contract. So... Um, and then Paul George's contract's up in two years, too. And I was like, he's probably looking like, mm, he's off two years, I'm on two years. Let's see where this takes us. Maybe we work, maybe we don't work. But it's in the cards. So um, I feel like ESPN played this card where it's like, well, when he turns 30, they offer him this amount of deal, this amount. I'm like, yeah, that sounds great. It's a lot of money. But when as a player, uh, a lot of players have turned down those types of deals. Uh, Kevin Durant, uh, Westbrook didn't. <laughs> Westbrook's like, oh, I need, I need to find these deals. Um, I mean, even Paul George, I think Indiana was going to offer him a max deal, too. And they were like, nah, I'm not. I don't want to get out of here and go play with the Lakers. But um, but a lot of players do tend to turn these down. Even uh, Kemba Walker, he turned it down. So a lot of these players still, I feel like they're at this point right now where they're not caring about so much money. They care about the money, but they care more about um, where they play. And I think the media is so behind on that. Even Jalen Rose was like, oh, they got to play at something to get paid the most money. Nah, man, you're, you're a player. You're from the old days where they everything was about money and stab- stability. Right now, no people don't really care about stability anymore. 
They care about what makes them happy. And they like excitement. They like to kind of do things and, and kind of go out and change their life. I feel like that and I feel like depression is so high with everybody at this point because we're really on our fucking phones and we're kind of sheltered and, and shelter ourselves. But I feel like makes players act a little erratic. And they're like, you know what? This will make me happy. I'm going to go play for the Knicks. And then once they go play for the Knicks, I'm not happy here. And then they go to another team. That that probably is a, a thing, too, because you got to think, um, times have changed and with social uh, sociability, and I think uh, it has it was not like it used to be in the 90s. So in the 90s, you got to stay longer, you're happier. You know, things are a little different back then. Now it's, it's wholly different on how we interact. I mean, people are talking with their fucking phones in their hands. Um, so sometimes I think players do uh, act irrational at times and just make these moves. Like Kevin Durant, he made a move, not all the time, but I'm saying there's times where they can. Um, like Durant, him just going to the Nets and leaving, not even thinking about, is this the right move for me? So, Ken just left. And that's another rant, and I'll probably do that on Friday. Um, but I won't try to kill him so much. But um, I just felt like uh, uh, players like to keep an open mind with everything, even though they're going to waste money. Or not, uh, or not get them full max deal that they want. So, and then you can always make more money on other sides, like shoe deals, a, P, a pre-o. Like, there's so much ways to make money now. Not back then, you just relying on your contracts. You're actually making a lot more money now with revenue. I think players are smarter now um, and more educated on the fact that they can make more money. And so, I looked at that two-year deal as I'm I'm probably gonna get the fuck out of here because it's not gonna work out. I don't. I'm your only only reason why I'm here. It's because LeBron's playing in the other arena, and I want to be in that arena, but unfortunately, I'm here. So I'm going to try to make the best of what I'm here, check it out. If I don't like it, I'm out of here, and that's how I looked at that deal. So, um, And I don't want to hear this. That he, he did this for six years. He did that's on the table, but that's not probably the main reasons why he did that. So, Okay, guys, I am officially done. This is the longest. That's probably the longest one I've done. Uh, I'll try to do longer um, and uh, get you guys more content. So. Uh, I combined literally two of these. I did an event day and then a rant day. So, um, But Wednesday, I'll do another top three list. I did one previously. Didn't like how it turned out, so I might do that one on Wednesday. We'll, we'll see. I might change it up. So, All right, guys, I am out of here. I'll see you guys later.